This is uh, this is too generic. We got to get some specific Porter Moser intro music. We welcome in now the head coach of the Sooners. They got a game tonight, UNC Wilmington in the LNC. Coach, good morning. Morning, Toby. How are you? I'm doing good. What's your favorite band, Coach? You too, by far. You too. Seen them all over the country many times. Love them. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm, I mean, for sure. I was in college when the Joshua Tree came out, in high school when. Uh, unforgettable fire, all that. My, my kids, Ben and uh, Max, know it. I just got them off to school. They know it. I mean, my whole family knows it. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my band. What's your uh, favorite song? Favorite U two song? Bad. I, it's bad, and then I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Those two. With or without you? I like it. Great tune. Great, okay. great song, Toby. I love her starting this interview. I'm talking about a little classic rock. Well, I want to make sure we get. Uh, I'll get him taken care of going forward now with this music intro music. For you yes, yes. When we have you on. Okay. So every time you come on now, we'll play Bad by you 2 just to make you feel a little okay. more at home there. Uh, let's talk about the I, news. I will say this. Yeah, go ahead. I will say this, Toby. i got to say this. If you're going to intro me with a U2 song, I want to do I Will Follow because I was going to do something with the students about following me in Deloitte Noble Arena, but there was all these copyright stuff that I couldn't do it um, <laughs> with it, but... I will follow by you too. I you need to follow people to follow us into Lloyd Noble and fill that thing. You got it, Teach? I got it. I'll get it. Okay, we got it. You, your wish is our command, Coach. Next time you're on, I will. Friday morning, we will have I will follow when you come on. Okay. Um, okay. Let's start with the news of the day before we get into this game tonight. Caden Cooper, big time land by you. Jacob Cole, that, that announcement last week. Tell us about the latest, newest Sooners. Well, I think the landscape is you got to keep. You keep building classes, building classes, you know, especially that we felt that way, especially having to, like, start from scratch with everyone leaving. And then same thing with the portal, um, losing guys, because, you know, you start, to, you start to build after year one, and then all of a sudden you, you add some new guys that you think are going to help, but then you lose a couple guys, you know, losing Mo Gibson and Elijah Harkless. So getting high school top talent is still a priority for me. I mean, I want to have a balance. I just – and to keep him home was a big one. You know, Caden, from the first time I talked to him, you know, he's from Ada, and I know he's out at the prep school in Atlanta, but his roots, everything is from Ada, and he just, uh, he's, he's, he's just a wonderful young man and, and really um, loves the state. I mean, it really resonated with him to win here, but he's an electrifying athlete. I mean, he's got, he's, he's six six. he's long, he plays really hard. He's improving every day. He wants to get better, and I just think that want is big, but he's a, He's a high-level sized guard um, and just uber-athletic. I mean, the people are going to see is just probably one of the best athletes in the entire class. And then Jacob Coles, you know, he was on the USA basketball, and then he had a setback. He tore his, uh, his uh, ACL um, at the end of his high school year last year. Now he's at a prep school. He's doing great. He's playing. He's almost cleared fully uh, this next three weeks so we start playing games again. But he's a six eight long wing. Um, lefty, um, awesome kid, but he can play in multiple positions. But we added some length at the guard spot, as you, you know, with, with Jacob um, Cole being at least 6'8", six, 6'11", six, wingspan, and then um, Caden with, you know, just so long and athletic. You add that to Los and Tega, and that's four top 100 guys in the last two years, and who knows, maybe you're not done yet. One more question on this kind of path, and then we'll get into the game, but we talked to Brent last night about this. There's been the big push kind of in the last 24 hours about 
the NIL and importance of all that kind of stuff. From your perspective in the world of basketball, how in, how important is this NIL thing right now for you out there? I feel it's so important because it's 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 reality. It's here. It's opportunity for the student athletes to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness. And you can resist it um, because it isn't traditional. Um, and but the reality is, we've had a couple of recruiting cycles with with that as a reality. And I really. I'm optimistic about the push that the, some of the collectives are, are doing right now for the student athletes because it's it's there's two there's so many positive factors. One is it, it helps you attract players because it's reality. You know, just because a young man wants a great business opportunity doesn't mean he's a bad kid and he's on the take. It's 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 it is what it is. You know, if you have an opportunity to capitalize and 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 make money under image and likeness. You know, people are, people want to do that, and I, I feel that um, it's a reality. I mean, it is it is full blown, uh, hundred miles an hour going in the recruiting process, and for these student athletes to capitalize on it. Um, I really want what I like about Oklahoma's is we're going to be educational about it. You have to be. You can't be reckless about it. The educational piece, the taxes, the being able to uh, handle that when you get this kind of a money. I mean, you, it's, you can't be reckless. Young kids don't know that this is a lot of income that they have to save for taxes if it's not being full. So the educational piece on how to start dealing with this kind of money is key. But the NIL, it's here, and we've got to be a step ahead. And that's where I'm, I'm more than ever since the last 18 months, more than ever, I'm excited about the push that we're going in for the NIL for our student-athletes. You got the win over Pine Bluff on Friday. Did you see the? Did you see some improvement there from Game One from your team? I mean, I had to. I had to. There were so much things we had to improve on. I mean, it's just uh, from the from the first game. Um, one is the tightness. I just think there there, there became a level of tightness uh, in that first game. We were up fourteen, and uh, but the but I saw. You know what I saw is I saw Jalen Hill be a great example for everybody. And that's what happens when you start to have some experience under your belt. He was, he took it hard as anybody, you know, the Sam Houston staking. And what did he do about it? He prepared these next, the next three days harder than anybody in practice, put an extra time, his attitude. And he came out and that preparation showed in his mindset. And what I love is there's a thing in competing that when you compete, you know, you got to get past, mad and sad you know so i mean obviously like people get mad and get sad but when you're competing and you got to turn around and compete again you got to get past mad and sad you got to get mad at this excuse this is circumstance sad about things didn't go your way and you got to get past it the excuses and the reasons and what happened and go after it and Jalen hill man he went from zero points in 31 minutes to 22 points unbelievable defense and that's to me we, we've really used him and talked to the rest of the guys. Get past these, get past everything. Let's go, let's go. Let, let next game put that in the bank. Let's let's get our let's get what we do well and and, and not think and dwell about being tight or missing shots. We're missing shots. It is. It's, are we taking good shots? That's the key. And uh, I love what Jalen Hill did. You have talked uh, many times about execution in the last four or five minutes of games, and even after that opener, that you, you weren't pleased. 
you had a close game with five minutes to go in this one, and it seemed like you executed much better down the stretch. Absolutely, we did. We got some stops, um, and that's the key. Um, is like the other game, we got seven. I mean, we played unbelievable defense for. We had they had like thirty-two points in the first thirty-four minutes of the game, and they scored seven out of eight last possessions. And uh, this game, I thought we got stops down the stretch. We executed. We came out of a timeout with a minute left and got Jalen on a nice backdoor action. And then just we just executed. Made all our free. Th- we missed free throws the whole game, and then we made them all down the stretch. And uh, so that's what you need. You need you need to close out games and uh, execute. And and then what they do is the more you, the more you do it, the more you build confidence. And uh, I just think around the country, talking to some peers, it's a factor with so many blended new teams. You know, you got blended, you got newcomers, freshmen, portal guys, you lost guys, that, and, and you just got to keep blending together and build that cohesive confidence moving forward. You get UNC Wilmington tonight. It's a good program. They won their league last year, won the CBI last year. What do you see in the Seahawks, Coach? You know that. They, they're, they're, they're a winning program. They won 27 games last year. What I saw is I saw them play North Carolina in the opener. And here in North Carolina – was in the national championship game against Kentucky. They have their whole team back, their preseason number one, and they played with no fear. And they actually out-rebounded. I mean, they, uh, Carolina, in terms of offensive rebounds, they had 17 offensive rebounds. It's one of their biggest strengths. They rebound 40% of their misses, and that's like a nasty stat if you're opposing coach. You know, so you, we really got to block out. They're long, they're athletic, they play with no fear. Um, and they're, you know, it's it's... The rebounding part of it, they really take you one-on-one. Um, but uh, they, they change up defenses. They'll run a 1-3-1 one, one full court. They'll run a, a half-court zone. They'll, they'll play man-switch sometimes. So they change defenses, long athletic. But if you're watching, the key is we, we can't. we got to keep them, you know. I did this, too. We, we talked two days for the rebounding. They, they average 16 offensive rebounds. And instead of setting a, a game standard of what we were going to give, I made them do it. I, I gave our guys – the number. I go, you tell me what our number is. I wanted them to take some ownership. So it's, it's, they got to be under seven. They gotta, we got to cut it completely in half, the offensive rebounding. I think that'll be a big key in the victory. You'll like this, Coach. We were all in uh, West Virginia Friday night in a hotel lobby, gathered around watching the ESPN Plus broadcast on a phone at the end of the game. Um, and it, everybody was cheering and high-fiving and at the end of that game. But one of the guys I want to ask you about, and we'll get you out of here on this, you had Los in the game late. You had your true freshman out there, you know, down the stretch of that game, and he was making plays for you. It seems like this guy's getting it early for you. Getting it early. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's played against really good competition in prep school, but he's a long point guard that can go downhill. He relieves Grant. He takes pressure off of Grant. You know, you can see, remember the Sam Houston State game, people are just going and they're just completely full denying him everywhere he goes. And that's hard. And Lose is taking pressure off. He can really pass his defense. He works hard at it. He's long. But, like, the plays he made down the stretch, he goes to the foul line, knocks him down, hits a big three, made a big key assist. I mean, he made huge plays down the stretch uh, for us in his second game of his career. But I see his, his confidence growing and growing. He's – He's what we thought, and uh, and people when they get to know him, they're gonna love his personality, man. He is he's everything what an Oklahoma student asks you about: high energy, character, works hard. People are gonna love to get to know Milo Suzan. Seven o'clock tonight, OU UNC Wilmington, Coach. Thanks. We'll have you two for you on Friday.
Over Sooner. Thanks, Toby. See you, Coach. That's Porter Moser. 6.30 pregame tonight on Sooner Radio. It's a good team. I, I know I've said that. These first four games, OU has scheduled really well. They're, they're these mid-majors, but they're good ball clubs. And Wilmington can really play. So this will be another tough early season test tonight for Coach Moser's team. We'll be back.